the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's Word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear, but trust God because He is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible, pen, and paper handy, and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. Let's pray. And Father, we pray that you will use me now to preach your message. I can't do this without you, and I pray that the hearers will listen in the Spirit, receive what you want to say to them, and that they will not have wandering minds, and that they would document the Word, implement the Word, so that they can live at the highest level for the glory of your name. Lord, we need a word from you now. Help me to be an instrument in the master's hand to dispense truth to your people. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said. We commenced a series on last Sunday uh, dealing with the mind of Christ. Uh, This is part two of that, and we told you to bring family and friends and neighbors, uh, simply because so many uh, people in America and around the world are dealing with a crisis of the mind, a crisis of the mind. So many people, they're under pressure, dealing with stress, going through trials and issues of life until they're on the edge, they're... um, they have mental instability. We said last week that a mind is a terrible thing to waste from that quote that we gave you on last Sunday. We want to do a series of messages that will minister to your mind. So the truth be told, all of our minds need ministering to. We want to safeguard our minds, we want to protect our minds, and we want Satan to be out of our minds, and uh, we want to have good mental health, good spiritual health, and we want God to protect our minds. And this message is medicinal in nature to the mind. God has convicted my heart. I've never seen so much travailing of the mind I've never seen so many people in confusion, young folk, uh, seniors, 
And so many at the breaking point, so many are losing it, so many are depressed and suicidal, and it just goes on and on and on. But I submit to you today that there is a word from the Lord for you. And it's my prayer that you would document, and not only document, but read it, and then not only read it, but share it with somebody else that you know they're struggling. And just because you are not struggling in your mind today does not necessarily mean you won't be struggling tomorrow or sometime in the future. This message is designed to push you back in the safety zone and get you off of the edge so that you can live at a level that's pleasing to God. Uh, Today we are uh, preaching on, as it deals with the mind, victory over depression in a troubled world. Victory over depression in a troubled world. When you see all the troubles of our world and all that our nation is facing, it's enough to mess up your mind if you let it consume you. And there's a scripture we like to start with, and there'll be a number of scriptures that we'll be addressing. If you would turn to Psalms 42, 11. And Psalms 42, 11 says, uh, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my God and my Savior. I think that passage is worth reading from the psalmist. Uh, David uh, perhaps was uh, heartbroken over his son Absalom, who was trying to actually kill him. He chased him from the throne. He's out in the wilderness. Uh, He's been betrayed, hurt in pain and here it is he's saying why 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 am I discouraged why is my heart so sad I will put my hope in God I will praise him again my savior And my God. Victory over depression in a troubled world. What is depression? Depression is defined as an emotional condition characterized by a negative self-image, self-criticism, And feelings of despair. Let me just say that part. Depression is defined as an emotional condition characterized by a negative self-image, self-criticism, and feelings of despair. Depression is disheartenment. It is discouragement. When one is depressed, They feel defeated, pessimistic, melancholy, depression. Those who are somber, downhearted, as we see with the psalmist, 
gloomy. A depressed person is one who is dispirited, dejected, sad. A depressed one is one who possesses self-pity and feelings of hopelessness. And you won't ever get to a, a feeling of hopelessness because when you get to that point, you're subject to do anything at that point. Symptoms of depression could be social withdrawal. Uh, symptoms of depression is frequent crying. It is a heaviness of heart. Symptoms of depression is difficulty in thinking and concentrating. One who is depressed often experiences a loss of appetite, a loss of sleep. On the flip side, they experience overeating, a reduction in activity and fatigue, all of which could be symptomatic of depression. Now, allow me to transition. Let us first dispel some myths about depression. Let's dispel some myths right at the forefront here. Number one, many erroneously say depression always results from sin. Now, sin could be a factor, but nothing could be further from the truth. Just because one is depressed doesn't mean, doesn't always mean that they have sin. And by the way, do not be so quick to come to a diagnostic conclusion on people without all the facts. You know, just a little information about a person to be dangerous and you pass it on to other folk. You need to have a holy hush and pray if you don't know what you're talking about. That's the first myth. The second myth is this. It is wrong for a Christian to ever be depressed. Uh, and that's not true. That's a myth. I believe everyone in this sanctuary viewing by live stream, uh, we've all had moments of depression, if the truth be told. Great people have had bouts with depression. And it is possible to be depressed and not even know you're depressed. The third myth is this one. Depression always comes from a lack of faith in God. You, if you're depressed, you get with the program. You lack faith. Ask God to cre- increase your faith. Some of the most insensitive people around us is often Christians. And perhaps we're the only camp that shoot our own wounded just because you are depressed does not necessarily mean that your faith is small. Even though you are spiritual and have a strong personal relationship with the Lord, I submit to you today that life circumstances 
can still overwhelm you. You are not invincible. Just keep living. Life is difficult. It can be hard. And you can find yourself in a very tough place in life. Uh, the fourth thing, the, the final me, I could give a few others, but I'll stop right here. The fourth myth is this. Having a close walk with the Lord exempts me from depression. You can be close to the Lord. You can be spiritual and still have depression. Beloved, absolutely no one is exempt from depression. Any one of us can experience it at any time. Why you say that? Well, because we're all human. We have emotions. And we all go through various kinds of crises. Depression can stem from genetics. Uh, It can come from a family history of depression. It can come from uh, severe stress. You just live in stress that you can't even comprehend and it can bring it on. There are medications that can bring on depressions. You have to watch that. You need to know the side effects and one of them could possibly be medications, drugs, legal and illegal, alcohol abuse. Maybe you're depressed because of a chemical imbalance. Some are depressed because of long-term unemployment, can't get a job, are living in an abusive relationship. The husband, the wife keep pounding them, pounding them, pounding them. Mental abuse. Uh, Being in a continuous stressful environment can bring on depression. Life circumstances can bring on depression. Poor self-esteem can bring on depression. Being in overwhelming financial debt. I believe some folk have spent themselves broke over the Christmas holidays, Black Friday, Cyber uh, Monday. Y'all helping me, you know about it. (laughs) And all these other things, baiting you in, and the bills have come due, and now you are depressed. Financial debt. Worry. Habitual worry can bring on depression. Coping with a serious medical condition can bring on depression. Or assisting with a family member who has a long-term illness can bring on depression. And the death of a precious loved one can bring on depression, just to name a few. What causes depression? What causes depression? Number one, we said it, we alluded to it, and I just want to deal with it a bit more. Biological or chemical imbalance causes depression. A biological or chemical imbalance causes depression. Your body needs medical attention, and what is needed is a good physical exam and evaluation to determine a treatment plan And yes, you men, you really need to see a doctor. Some of you haven't gone to a doctor. Just because you don't go to a doctor doesn't mean your body's going to get fixed. 
go to a doctor. A lot of times you go and then all you've done is you've, you've messed yourself up by waiting longer. Your, your wife is saying go, your child is saying go, your, your uncle is saying go, your brother is saying go, tomorrow, tomorrow. Then you go in there and you paralyze with the news. Why did you not go to a doctor? You, some of you that haven't been to a doctor in a long time, don't you let this week go by by making an appointment soon. Why don't y'all say amen? Amen. Now, ladies, they they go pretty quick. They go pretty quick. It's it's the least little thing, and they running, you know. They running. The doctor's trying to figure out why they here again, you know. (laughs) But we men, ooh, it's just some experiences that happen in that office that we just don't like. Y'all know what we're talking about. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> living with a great deal of criticism and demands with little support. A great deal of criticism and, and demands. You, you come home, you can't hardly get home, and your spouse say, do this, 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 this. Don't ask you how your day. How your day. Or, or, or vice versa. Why you haven't cooked? Have you, you got three cook, children at home. Well, why, why you haven't cooked? The house is a mess. This is a mess. The, the, the wife, she's tired. She tired. You go home and keep those kids for a day and you see why she hadn't cooked. <laughs> Living with a great deal of criticism and demands with little support. Sometimes you just bring the food home. Number three, experiencing a significant death of a loved one or betrayal in a friendship can cause depression. Somebody that you were close to. A betrayal in a marriage can bring a depression. A loss of job can bring depression. A loss of pet. You ever lost a pet and all of a sudden your house, y'all, y'all crying like that person, like that, like that person was a human. I mean, it was an animal, but that animal was with you. There was a bond, but ooh, the tears come. The, I mean, you know, I mean, you're denying the inevitable, but pets die. If you, if you can't stand a pet to die, you better not get one because they will die. <laughs> A pet, uh, the loss of an opportunity that you had, the loss of health. You were healthy as an ox in one doctor's report. Turn your world upside down. A loss of position that you have, and you haven't been the same since you haven't had that position. You're just not right. A loss of freedom, all of which can bring on depression. Number four, what causes depression? Living consistently with high levels of stress until it gets the best of you. You just a hot mess because you're stressed out. Number five, dwelling on your failures or some terrible experience of your past. Perhaps it could be rape. Perhaps it could be uh, sexual abuse. Uh, It could be who knows what. But God can help you through those heinous sins. Number six, you know what can depress you? Children leaving the nest. 
You know, you've had them for, from, from infancy, and now they are 18 and they are leaving home, and all of a sudden you look at your husband and your wife, you say, well, now who are you? They've been there all along, but you've wrapped your minds or, and your relationship around your kids. Now you have each other, and you don't even know each other. You get depressed. You're in each other's space. Children leaving the nest or observing, or even observing the, your, your children's plight can lead to depression, the state of your children. You say, what you mean? Perhaps your child has a serious medical condition or born with a serious issue can bring depression. Uh, perhaps your, your child is on drugs. And I'm talking about they, had serious, they have serious medical issues and they have serious drugs that they're taking at such a young age. Or perhaps your children are on illegal drugs. And you're scared to have them in your house. And when you look at how they live and you didn't teach them like that and you bought them the church and you bought them the Sunday school and you let them say uh, their speech on the stage and you saw them sing in the choir. And when you look at their lives, it just breaks your heart. A child who's incarcerated will break mama and daddy's heart. A child who possesses no motivation, a child who makes poor grades and could care less, a child who refuses to listen, a child who talks back or makes bad decisions. I want to tell you something, mom and dad, when your children get grown, come to realize, I'm trying to de-stress you, come to the realization today that you can't live your life for your children. And I also submit to you, you cannot stop living your life because of your children. So you don't live. You just stay in a rut. Oh, look at little Johnny. And you just forever weeping. And there come a time you got to drop your tears and go live your life or you're going to be dead. You got to live on in spite of the heinous decision your children make. They're grown. They're out the house. You can't control them. You have to give them over to Jesus. Call their name and say, God, here is little Johnny. (laughs) Number seven, not having your deported ones to share special occasions such as Thanksgiving and Christmas anniversaries and birthdays can lead to depression. Christmas can be one of the hardest times. You think about mama, how she could cook and the Christmas tree and the smiles of daddy or grandma, grandpa, aunties, uncles, and the great times you had as children. And you look around as you begin to age and they're all gone. And sometimes the, the Christmas ought to be the happiest time. But all of a sudden you just get sad because you just miss them so much. Yeah. Number eight. Some of you are depressed because of a lack of progress in your life. You kept on saying, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And tomorrow come. I'm going to do it next year. Next year come. Now you're 55 years old and you haven't turned the first page. It seems that you take one step forward and two steps backwards. And now all you can see is blasted hopes and shattered dreams and missed opportunities, which has led you into a state of depression. 
Number nine, depression comes when we measure our self-worth by the standards of this world. Depression comes when we measure our self-worth by the standards of this world instead of the standards of God's word. He said, what do you mean? We measure ourselves, instead of measuring yourself by the standards of God's word, you measure yourself by your weight. Your weight. You're so concerned about your weight that you do anything. Some people starve themselves to death because they're not satisfied with how they look. Their height, if I could be a little bit taller, a little bit shorter, my skin, I wish I could be a little lighter complexion, my beautiful, I'm ugly. Where's that mold right there on my nose? Your abilities, your intelligence, why, am, why did you not make me as smart? Why am I slow? Uh, your financial status. Uh, how come I can't make as much money as he? You know, when you go to pr- get depressed, it's when you begin to compare your, yourself with others who look a little bit better, dress a little bit better, make a little bit more. You are headed toward de- depression because God doesn't demand that you compare yourself to anybody, but rather harmonize your life with the Word of God. There is an old gospel song that says, Be not dismayed, whatever betides, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, through every day or all the way, God will take care of you. Therefore, we have no need to fear, even through trials, tribulations, and the troubles of this world. We must exercise the priority of possessing the mind of Christ. Believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. And if you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.